Yeah. Dope boy freedom, I feel liberated. But shot at first in 13, guess I really made it. Bless you, Southside, we originated. Where I'm from, it's like 90% melanated. So when I see black, I see beautiful, I see power. Usual, I see they spread in the weakest hours. I see flight in these measly cowards. I saw wealth in that vision, well, but death in converted powder. Guess it's double fold. Guess my conscience starting to eat at me. I'm acting happy with a troubled soul. Me in the streets, we in the lovers' ground. Session Both one. Fighting for the same life, we are more. Inspired by truth and style. Niggas risk life back and forth. What a power to take it, and this what we adore. I'm starting to question the motive, cause I ain't slept good in years. Even through the tears, I had to keep focused. This shit crazy. So represent for your geography. But understand, we from the same cut. So if you standing on the mound and they waiting on the curveball to hit them with the change up. Probably share the same philosophy Most of this bullshit ain't changed much Long as your feet touch the ground Keep good energy around And you can hit them with the change up Episode 3 We back again I know it's been a A couple weeks Since um the last episode But you know Had some situations going on Birthday celebrations You know just trying to enjoy life a little bit. But we back to business. So today, um, when I first decided to start, you know, this podcast thing, one of the things that I said I would never do was one of these relationship episodes. Just because it's too much of that, I feel. It's too much of that going on now. And a lot of the times, it's just people speaking on their personal experience and trying to project that on everybody as a whole. You know, like, this went wrong with me, so this is what it is with everybody. Well, you know, that ain't the case. We know how relationships work. It's a, everything is a case-by-case basis. Just because something may have been the situation in your relationship doesn't mean that's the same thing going on to somebody else's. So when you throw blanket statements and stuff like that around, it get it get a little dangerous. Um, especially how social media is today. You know, if it's on social media, it's true apparently. So um, I said I would never do that because you know that that ain't my lane and that ain't really something I'm interested in. Because I think most of the folks who be talking about this relationship shit, it be bullshit in my opinion. Um, but seeing the um climate with social media now, I kind of felt the need to touch on something, and it's not really a relationship relationship episode. Um, I think it's more so an episode where. Just calling out some of the bullshit and some of the things that we as a community participate in um, that we probably need to ease up on a little bit. And there's reasons for that. So um, we see, you know, in the last few years, it's just been a lot of 
social media relationship experts, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, um, whatever, in our community. And the thing about it is, for the most part, the only thing any of this tends to do is to put black men against black women. We can run down the list of these YouTubers who kind of um, pretty much started this or pushed this kind of thought process to the forefront. Um, but we ain't gonna do that. Y'all know, y'all know who's who. Um, but the dangerous thing about this is, and this, you know, this incident happened, um, maybe it was a couple months ago. But when it's constantly a, um, back and forth, back and forth thing, black men against black women, black women against black men. And it's done in the open for everybody to have an opinion on and everybody to see. It opens up, it opens up room for people to have input on the situation that they should never have any input on. And when you invite people into a conversation that they shouldn't be a part of, then that makes them feel accepted and like they have a voice in anything else you talk about. Because you invited them in. So, we saw a couple months ago where I think her, her name is pearly things or pearly gates or whatever the hell the shit is but she had been I had been I saw the clips going around about uh, pretty much she was getting in line and getting on board and had some of the same points as some of these uh, black men who been on social media just going at women and because so many black men kind of, um, I guess, championed the stuff that she was saying and her, then she felt comfortable enough to get on the podcast and pretty much say that slavery was was overhyped, that we overhyped slavery, and we just need to get over it. Now, of course, and oh, and back up. And then, not only did she say that, you had all these black men who came out and was trying to save her from the backlash that she was getting, all because she was agreeing with them on the relationship bullshit that they was talking. So you have a white lady who gets added to the conversation about black relationships 
She said something out of pocket about the black community and historical things that black people went through. And then you had black men taking up for her. Oh, she 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 misspoke. She just she didn't mean it like that. And she don't know. Cut the bullshit. See, that only happened because it was so many black men allowing her to speak on black relationships. It was never her place to speak on in the first place. But when you put these conversations on social media and it looks like a game going back and forth between black men and black women, black women and black men, and this is out there for the world to see, when then you opening up the door for everybody to have a comment on it. So, not only do we have that issue, we also got these goofy motherfuckers like Charleston White and the goofy motherfuckers who get on social media and repost this clown because he quote-unquote said some real shit. Well, everybody family got that drunk uncle who 90% of the time is talking a whole bunch of bullshit. But then every blue moon, he going to spit out some real shit. That don't dismiss the other 95% of bullshit that he talking about. But we got people in the black community saying we need to protect Charleston White by all by all means. Motherfucker for what? Protect him for what? We have somebody who gets on social media again for the world to see and talks about raping black women, raping black kids. And he doing all this shit for everybody to see. But because he say some real shit every now and then, he need to be protected. That motherfucker need to be a target in my opinion. But that's a different story. But the funny thing about his situation is you can't get on social media and YouTube and say nothing in depth about Jews, guns, gay people, or a whole lot of other shit without them taking your shit down and banning you. But he can get on YouTube and talk about raping somebody's underage daughters. And that gets to, that they let that fly. At some point, we got to start wondering why. So if we pay attention, the whole idea of the independent woman was pushed at the same time that gave us this toxic masculinity shit. So at the same time you telling 
women that they don't need a man. You turn around and also tell them why they don't need him. Oh, everything, the way he acts and, and this and that. And we fail for that shit. No other race fail for that shit except us. You don't get on social media and see any other race downing and quote-unquote exposing their men or women the way you see black people doing it. Now, of course, you always got your, you know, your outliers or whatever. So I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but it don't happen to the extent that ours happen. And the thing about it is, when you do see a woman jump out there from another race and say something, you almost immediately see other women getting at her about it. So, if we're really being honest about all of this, in my opinion, this wasn't something that just happened by, by mistake. Because if you look at it, all this stuff start came into play back to back. All this shit is by design. And unfortunately, like I said, we keep falling for the shit. Because we want social media fame. And we feel like. Our opinion is truth. And we feel like. I'm right. You wrong. So this is the way it got to be. All this is about design. Black men have been pushed to the back of the family to the point where a lot of us have forgotten our purpose which as I always say is to provide and to protect so if you pushing black women to the point where they are campaigning this independent woman narrative okay well now they don't need us and then at the same time, you're pushing the narrative that the police are going to kill us, which we know what's going on with that. It happens. But you're pushing the narrative that every black man is a thug. Every black man is violent. You pushing the narrative that oh the kids are out of control. Ain't no black man in the home, so these kids just out here wild and doing what they want to do. Which it may happen. But when you push it to the extent that they're pushing it now, like I said, now you got not only black men feeling like the women don't need us, but now you got black men who scared to be men. 
You got black men who scared of authority. You have black men who are scared of their kids. So what does that leave black men? We're not needed to provide and we're too scared to protect. So then what you get? You get black men who have no value or who feel like they have no value. And then here comes the push to be trans and all this other shit. And our kids, especially our black boys, are watching this happen. So they're watching their fathers not provide for the family or not knowing how to provide for the family or not having the will to provide for the family. And then they're watching their fathers be afraid of authority, be afraid to step up and protect. So at this point, as a young black man, why do you want to be a black man anymore? At this point, it's easier for you to go be a black woman. And it's okay now. It's accepted. It's the norm. You see, you, you, you see how all that play together? And the sad part is, it's only going to get worse. We as black men have to get out of this emotional shit. Because to live in your emotions was never the lane of a black man. Of a man, period, but more specifically a black man. We were not meant to live in our emotions. Not saying not don't have emotions, but don't live in your emotions. Live in your manhood. Know what your duty is as a man. Stand in that. Don't call me toxic because I want to watch sports. I want to work on my cars. I want to go to the gun ranks. No, I'm doing manly shit that I enjoy doing. We as black men have to stop living in our emotions. And the time to be emotional is not on social media in front of everybody else. Again, it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to be emotional. But don't live in them. Like, in, uh, in all honesty, when I was living in my emotions and I would go through shit, I would hop on social media, fire off, boom, 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 boom. Emotional shit. But what does that do? What is the point in that? 
You want to be emotional, get a diary, bro. A journal, whatever the hell you want to call it. Write that shit down. Don't jump out there and push your shit out for the world to see. Go talk to somebody. Nothing wrong with black men going to therapy. We got a lot of shit we got to deal with and battle through on a daily basis. Sometimes it's honestly too much for us to handle ourselves. I had to do it. I'm not saying you got to go every month. I think I may have went once or twice. But just to be able to get some of that stuff out that you really can't deal with or you don't know how to compartmentalize it yourself, it helps. It'll help you step into who you're supposed to be and who you need to be because you letting some of the bullshit go. Instead of hopping on social media doing all this back and forth with our women. Like all these goofy motherfuckers doing. And all that goes back to what I feel is the design of all this shit. Because if you look back in history. And if you look at when the black community was thriving. It was when black families moved as a unit, when it was normal to see black families. If you just really go back and think about that. That's when we were at our best. Because I don't care what These folks get on social media and tell you, I don't care what the government tell you. I don't none of I don't care about none of that shit. Every black man needs that counterpart. Every black woman needs that counterpart. It's a balance. And for black men. Having somebody that you know believe in you and having somebody that you know ain't going out here talking shit about you to the world, that provides you with a sense of purpose. You may not, everybody may not know what their purpose is, but I guarantee you if you get the right woman, she going to bring that out of you. And to me, it's a sad situation when we got brothers out here who don't know their purpose or or they feel like nobody understands them or they, they feel like their woman doesn't understand them or they feel like their kids don't listen to them. That's sad because regardless of what anybody says, the reality is the black community goes where the black man goes. So if we want to be honest about the situation, look at where the black community is now. Be honest about it. And then look at who they are telling us the leader, the leaders in the black community are. Now, this is no not to our black, 
to black women at all. Because they are forced to lead right now because us as black men weren't stepping up and handling our business. That's the truth of the matter. So I can't fault the driver of the car for putting the car in a ditch when the only reason they were driving because I hopped my ass in the passenger seat. I can't be mad at that. They did the best they could to keep it in the road. So as black men, it's time for us to pay attention to all the bullshit that these outside forces are feeding us. Navigate through that shit as best as we can and step into our place as men in our community. Run your household. I'm not saying dictate your household. Because sometimes as the leader of the household, the best thing you can do is take advice from your woman. Sometimes that's the smartest shit to do. But because you're taking advice from your woman does not mean you aren't leading your household. A lot of people got that fucked up too. A lot of men got that fucked up too. They think it got to be their way or the highway when that's not how it works. Don't be arrogant in your leadership. But above everything, black men, please step up. Learn to provide and protect your house. Because that's the only way this community is going to get to where it needs to be. Everybody fuck up. Everybody got those moments where they don't want to leave, where it gets tiring. Ain't nothing wrong with saying, hey, sweetheart, I'm tired right now. You saying you tired is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength because you recognize, hey, I need a minute. Step up. Let's stop letting all these goofy motherfuckers be the loudest in our communities. And that's one of the only reasons I started doing this. Because anybody that know me know I don't like talking. Unless it's something to be said. I'm not somebody that just runs my mouth. But the way stuff is going now. I feel like the men in our community. We ain't loud enough. At this point, to get shit back on track in our community, 
the men in our community, we got to do everything times two. It ain't enough just to say it now. We got to be the loudest in the room now. Because for too long, we've sat back and let everybody else run their mouth. We'll sit back and let everybody else dictate where our community is going to go. We've got pushed to the back of the bus to the point now. We got to kick and scream. Times two to get back to the front. So our voice got to be louder than all the bullshit. Because that's the only way we're going to be heard now. Because we allow them to push us to the back. So in closing, again, be careful of how you portray your women and your men to the public. And in doing that, men... Take your place in the household. Take your place in the community. Because if we don't do it now, and if we don't do it loud, it's never going to happen.